0: is it
1: Welcome to Adventist Voices Spectrum's podcast. I'm Alexander Carpenter. As you can tell by the music that's playing, we're doing something a little different. I'm joined by David Ryan Olson, producer and mix engineer for Evergreen Records, and Josh Jamieson, who is the pastor for Modern Worship. They're uh, both uh, part of the Anthem Worship Collective, which is a ministry of the Loma Linda University Church. And we're going to be talking about their new song, which you're listening to right now, called Here to Stay. And we'll be exploring the lyrics and the music and maybe helping folks understand some new directions for um, Adventist worship. And we'll be also talking about the state of um, Adventist gathering and the ways that they're pushing things forward in their Uh, cultural context. Thanks so much for listening to Adventist Voices. so we're talking about music and i want to say congratulations on your new release here to stay from anthem worship uh I have really appreciated listening to it multiple times, and uh, both the music and the lyrics uh, give us, I think, some really interesting perspectives on theology and also a chance to talk about kind of the state of Adventist music and worship in general. So um, if you want to start out and just talk about where the idea came from to uh, write uh, Here to Stay. Yeah.
2: Um, first of all, glad you've been enjoying it, and uh, we're so you know thrilled to be here talking to you about it. Um, I think first off, uh, our our church uh, anthem um, is a space that we've been really trying to strive to really listen to the the original voice that's kind of coming out of this community. Uh, I think we really we really feel that there's something special with the congregation. There's there's so many you know artists within this congregation, so we've been really kind of listening to that. What is what is this community uh, saying what need what what voice what anthem is coming out of this community so it's been really cool to kind of delve into that space of uh, originality original music um, and so uh, we've written a you know a number of other songs um, and this was our most recent one called here to stay and this st- uh, the story really interesting I had actually David me and David and and uh, our our uh, creative director we usually get together and write and i'll do a lot of the writing and i'd written this one song and i'd come to them and i was like guys you gotta you gotta listen to this i think this is our our next song and i and i played it to them and they looked at me and said that sucks (laughs) (laughs) that was terrible it's good to get good to have critical feedback and you know i was a little wounded a little hurt uh, but I got over myself <laughs> and I said, okay, well, you know, uh, let's, let's rework it. So we all got into a room and uh, we started writing and this song here to stay came out and really kind of interesting how I think God works in the moment where it was like, you know, the song I'd written was like, no, that's, that's not it. We we need to rethink. And this song came out and we were like, uh, you know, here to stay, God of the future, God of the past, God of the moment, wherever I'm at, your victory is final, it can't be undone. The story has been written, the battle's been won. Um, he is here to stay. And, and that song's kind of birthed, I think, out of a moment of, obviously, with just so much going on in our society. I think around then, the Ukraine war, the war in Ukraine had, had. Uh, I think, like, was wh- kicking yeah, off. Literally just yeah, broken yeah, out. Yeah, had just broken out. We had just experienced a, a very um, uh, suicide within our community mm. that had happened um, obviously with COVID and just, there's just, it just was one thing after another. And, and actually the first time we sang that song was a, a worship night that we had planned and we almost didn't go through with the worship night because of this, this uh, situation of a suicide had happened. And there was just so many things we were wondering, do we just need to, do we just need to maybe step back? But then we realized maybe maybe the best place we can actually be is in worship to God. And actually that was the first night where we debuted the song and it just was a moment I think where people needed to hear those words mm-hmm. uh, that in, in sickness, in death, he remains. Uh, when religion shuts the door, he remains. And so uh, I guess yeah. in in a kind of a nutshell, that's kind of where the song kind of came out of. And uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, and I, I think help, help. as I have listened to it and read through the lyrics, one of the things that I appreciate about it is the way that you're talking about kind of big social issues and then very personal issues. And I feel like um, this, uh, this song uh, is in a category that um, it fits really well with the way that I think religion can address um, both big questions and deeply, deeply personal um, issues as well. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, and like one of the interesting things about it is because it hits both like the, the bigger picture and also the very, the moment, I mean, like one of the lines is literally wherever I'm at, whether you're wrestling with the big picture or you're wrestling with just like, I just got to get through today. Yeah. So can you, um, kind of talk about the
1: process of, of taking the, The ideas of this and turning it into something that uh, moves an audience and builds uh, to uh, some uh, sense of a crescendo. I think that's one of the things that I really appreciate about um, contemporary uh, music is i i listen to i'll be honest i listen to a lot of edm i really appreciate the way that <laughs> <Nice>. some, some <laughs> well now now we know why you like the song <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I i like a song that understands how to get an audience involved in going to when i was in college um you know i'd be talking to some of my friends in 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 you know, in bands, they're on campus. And I'd say like, are you actually going to shows where people are not asking their audience to like clap their hands? They're actually clapping their hands because they're excited about the music. And um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I appreciate music that actually moves people, uh, emotionally, but also physically. And I feel like this mm.
3: is a moving song. Mm. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting because that was kind of, you know, the goal with, with this arrangement of the song. Um, it, it, it was interesting, though, that we didn't... This is not the first time the song has been released. When we wrote the song, um, it, it, it happened, like, literally all at once. We, we wrote it in an afternoon. Um, I don't even think we were trying to do a writing session that day. Mm. We were just kind of, like, listening to some of the ideas that Josh had, and then it just kind of, like, snowballed from there. And then it was just, you know, there but we, we felt like we had something special at that moment. We're like, okay, one, we know we want to do this song justice because it's so powerful that we want to give it a nice big treatment like is being released. But we also knew that like the message was so, um, it it was, it was really like where our community, something our, our community needed to hear, like right now Mm -hmm. so we we quickly actually recorded like just an acoustic version of the song just to get it out because we knew we were going to do this at our worship night we knew people were going to want to listen to it and like recorded that released that a couple of months ago and that's done well and that kind of gave us some time to actually like you know work on the arrangement of the the studio version the way we wanted to nice yeah
1: yeah Let's talk about, uh, the worship collective known as Anthem, uh, there at Loma Linda University Church. Um, I've, we've posted, uh, videos of your, uh, service on, um, Spectrum before, and I really like the way that you're integrating music and the visual. Um, what's your vision for Anthem?
2: Yeah, uh, Anthem. Uh, it's I think Anthem is two years old. I think at this point started during during the pandemic. Was supposed to be an in person um, service, but started during the pandemic, so we had to really reimagine what church online was going to look like. Um, so you know, it was a space of learning to really ha- uh, learning to engage a congregation from a computer screen. Which I th- I think is difficult, and still we don't have the answers to, but <laughs> but it gave us a space to really try to be creative with you know the arts and music and visuals and and you know there's an incredible uh, media team here you know to really try to push the boundaries of, of what it what it can look like to engage people in worship um, online, um, and then that's kind of branched off into you know coming. Out of the pandemic a little bit here into in-person services that we've been able to engage people with, we've really tried to keep that spirit of how can we reimagine what church looks like, what it means to come together as the body of Christ, and so that plays out in the style of music, um, anthem. You know, the style of music is is if you come and experience it, it's it's very uh, it's very original to this community. Definitely has more of an electronic flair to it, mm-hmm. which. Um, maybe it speaks to the Gen Z generation. David and I are both were Millennials were old news so
1: <laughs> Ger- geriatric but, uh, here thanks for trying to yeah, reach, I,
2: yeah. reach us <laughs> my back hurts right now yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, just you know a space of, of really trying to yeah think outside the box of maybe the things that we've done uh, traditionally have done music wise you know we want to branch into a space even outreach wise how can we you know think outside the box um, and so i would say that's kind of the spirit of anthem is is um yeah, trying to, trying to reimagine,
3: reimagine church and worship. But I think the, the other thing we were trying to do is create something that's special and that feels personal for people so that they can have like a sense of identity and ownership in their community. Mm-hmm. Um, so like with the music specifically, one of the ways that we've tried to do that is by doing original arrangements of even like our, our cover worship songs. So even though we might be doing like... Um, what like a hill song song or, or a phil wickham song it's not going to sound like um you know off the record off it's the record. It, yeah it's not going to sound like off the record um a lot of a lot of contemporary churches these days are using the official multitracks from multitracks.com which is great um but i think we wanted to do something that was like that had a little bit of like a signature so that you know people felt like sonically you know on some level it like made them feel like okay this is my church there's some source of some sense of ownership um it 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 feels like a special experience let's talk more about that sense
1: of ownership um you know in the kind of large world of adventism over the decades there's um there's are tensions between um, generations and different ideologies, both about sort of who controls space and who controls what people listen to, uh, what people can think and um, obviously believe, but also what they can say publicly. Uh, at the same time, here at Spectrum, we're always hearing folks saying, you know, we're both uh, folks who are saying we need to, in some way, Um, reinvent ourselves and other folks are saying no there's something in the past that uh, we should main you know kind of hold on to you're in the trenches you're you know you know trying In really creative ways to create community, which is both very hard, but also kind of what we're uh, called to as Christians. How do you approach these very difficult issues? Uh, it sounds like contextualizing is very important to you in in that you're literally rewriting music for your audience. Um, what Mm -hmm. other, how are you, how are you kind of thinking about who your community is?
2: Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. Um, so our, our community obviously, you know, it's, it's contextual and you're looking at the, you know, the demographic of who you're reaching. Our community is very multi-generational it's right here on the campus of Loma Linda university church or university. So you can imagine there's a, a wide spectrum of, you know, conservative liberal and, and whatnot and in between. And, um, I think at Anthem you'll see kind of, uh, uh, that you will see that spectrum of different age groups older younger young families and so it's it's definitely been a balance of trying to speak to each you know uh, to as many people as possible um i think going back to the worship side of things uh, if you come to anthem it's it's very packaged in a very modern contemporary way you know we serve coffee there's lights and and louder music and you know it's more electronic and and we dress you know different but yet you can pull out our liturgy card, uh, mm. which shows the liturgy that we follow, which you know talks about adoration, and the next thing we do, confession, and sermons of salvation, and then we're petitioning the Holy Spirit, the Word, the Sending, and you can actually follow what we're doing. So we're we're based and rooted in some of these very um, early early church uh, uh, traditional worship principles, but it's just packaged uh, in a way that can speak to our generation. Um so that's just one example um that I would say kind of striking that balance.
3: Yeah, and I, I guess I'll add on to that by saying um don't don't quote me on these figures, but I, I heard that something like only a quarter of the university students are Adventists. Okay. Like, um I I could be totally off on that, but it it's some it it's very it's smaller than you would expect, is what I'm is what I'm trying to get at. And so I think um even, then even of like, say that like 25% of the student body that's on this campus, um, how many of those have felt disenfranchised by the church yeah. over their, their lives? And so I think we've tried to be like very intentional about not necessarily like still still feeling like, you know, we have like some principles and it's it's definitely like Adventist, but yeah. it's also like it doesn't, it but it feels comfortable at the same time. For, you know, the 75% of the student body that may walk in and then even the, you know, 80% of that, that quarter of the student body, you know, that, (laughs) that has felt kind of burned by Adventism in the past. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, let's go back to music and talk broadly because, uh, David, you're very involved in, in thinking about music at a production level and as a, uh, you know, as a career, could you talk about kind of the
3: state of, of Adventist music right now? <laughs> That's a great question. And I'm, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily call myself an expert on the subject, but, <laughs> um, are you are, are you curious more about in terms of the the studio side of things or the live side of things or? Well,
1: let me put it this way, perhaps. Um, you know, we've published. Uh, we just put an article up uh, by Tariq Townsend on jazz, and okay. you know, it it's one of the best articles this week as far as traffic and engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have uh, we did an interview with some guys who've did a series talking about worship music and kind of worship worship uh wars and mm-hmm. um I was just at the NAD called uh, convention and um you know they just they had uh a very broad latitude to to uh do a variety of music styles and it was great. Mm -hmm. One of the things that everyone was raving about out there. And um, obviously Kevin was out there playing the drums and was killing it. Um, So I'm just curious as you're looking around, you know, the traditional thing is like, okay, some generations like to do hymns and other people don't want to do hymns and things are too loud and drums were too Mm -hmm. much. I was just talking to, uh, pastor, scholar in Germany who's actually from Nigeria talking about how uh, you can't in Nigeria, they have a whole kind of Pentecostal influence that they've, you know, that has created tension in the Adventist church there. You can't have drums uh, in Adventist churches in Nigeria, but the percussion on keyboards is like the rage and like trying to, when you're a young <laughs> <Really>? musician, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting some beats going that way. So, anyway, this this is the broad context that I'm uh, talking about. Take it away. How, however you're thinking (laughs) about this is, you know, obviously you're trying as a professional to take this world very seriously. Mm -hmm. And, and obviously you think outside of Adventism as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of curious where your head's at.
3: Yeah. So I, I've only lived on the West coast of America (laughs) my entire life. I, I haven't spent a lot of time in the, um, you know, around, for instance, Southern or Andrews or, or anything. So I definitely can't speak about the music culture around there. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say is from what I've seen, it, it feels like, um, to be brutally honest, like the Adventist music scene feels like it's still trying to get a handle on 20 years ago, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, like you go to a lot of churches in, in some areas and contemporary means – there's a Cajon and you're playing Mighty to Save, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which, you know, that song came out in 2008. So, um, you know, nothing against that song and nothing against Cajon. Um, I'm, I'm very much a proponent of do what you can well and don't try to do something that you can't achieve well with excellence because um, you're en- you're not going to end up serving your, your audience. Um, and by audience, I mean congregation. Um, so... It, it it's tricky. Like I I I don't know. And some of that is just, you know, because within like you said, within a church there's there's a ton of like poll. If you're trying to take a more traditional church that, you know, still has the organ, like as a part of the service, and then you try to put a drum set in there the next week, like that's that's not gonna make anyone happy because like <laughs> the the more traditional people are gonna be like, What is this racket? you know, the the drums are the great controversy, <laughs> it, you know, manifested, but, um, you know, the young people are going to be like, oh, but like, you know, we had to keep it down and like, no one knew the songs and like, you know, we were still using, we couldn't use like tracks or wedges. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a conundrum, <laughs> but yeah. How do you navigate that?
1: Um, is it, I, I've talked to a pastor friend of mine and every, like during the rehearsal, they kind of rehearse one version in front of the music minister of the church. <laughs> and then on Sabbath, yep. they do their real version and then they'd be like, well, you know, we change it up yeah, or whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've done that before where the pastor
3: walks yeah. in. You're like, all right, everyone, we're going to we're <laughs> going to practice the hymn. Right, now. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, you, well, even like churches that try to, you know, uh, kind of appease both sides of the aisle. Um, maybe they'll do like one service, traditional one service, contemporary. Um, like even then, like that kind of doesn't set you all up for success in modernizing, even if that's where you're wanting to go modernizing just because in order to achieve a level of production and excellence it it's very hard to try to like merge that in a space that's like oh well but we have to take all the drums down and you know we have to take all the guitars off stage and we have to completely strike everything and then you know set everything up for the contemporary service in this 15 minute window like you, you can't do that i also think that you know, going back to what David was saying, uh, I,
2: I sometimes I think our generation a little bit and the upcoming generation, we almost, these conversations of drums and what, we're like, oh, that's still happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think sometimes, yeah. especially like here at, at Anthem, I mean, Loma Linda has been so awesome in, in giving us the freedom and that we get kind of lost in this world. And then we're like, oh, wait a minute. There's churches that aren't allowed, like, you know, that can't have a cajon, Like, well, <laughs> that. oh, I didn't know that was still happening. So I, it's, I think that, the church has to recognize that there's, you know, we're millennials, but there's a whole nother generation that's coming up. That's like, I mean, and you can go into, you know, this is, we're sticking music. You can go into all kinds of other topics and you're just like, this is still happening. Yeah. And I think that we have to recognize that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, and I'll, can I, I'll also add, um, just in terms of like the heart of it being the most important, um, I've been to churches, um, some Adventists, some not where they're trying to, shoot for like a very modern experience. They're running tracks, they're running lights, um, you know, in-ears, all of that, but it doesn't land because, you know, something's missing, um, you know, either in terms of like the church just isn't ready for it or the production infrastructure isn't in place or even, you know, it, it just doesn't, you know, quite personality wise, like match with the leaders, like, um, the style I even as someone who is very into you know forward-thinking production um, loud music all of that I would still rather go to a church where it feels authentic on an acoustic guitar piano and cajon than I would a church that's trying to do tracks and lights for tracks and lights sake sure yeah than you know trying to actually like you know and e- express, you know, authentically. Well, this is one of the
1: reasons uh, wrapping up here and turning back to your uh, great song is that the the words that you have in here are full of i think some rich theological meaning Uh, and we're talking about time here right we're beings on this rock in space i'm thinking of all those great web telescope images that are coming out now and it's just incredible to think about you know obviously so many of these fights seem so pointless when you think about the beauty of being alive and being connected to something divine And so maybe let's just reflect on a couple of the lines in your song. As we wrap up here, you're the God of today. You're the God here to stay. And also this idea of you're the God of the future, the God of the past, the God of the moment, wherever I'm at. Uh, When you're thinking about including words and cutting words, why did you decide to, to take this approach to helping us think about
3: our place in time? I don't know. (laughs) It just felt like, I I think, I think there was definitely some uh, inspiration happening at the moment.
2: (laughs) And I think like uh, definitely what David said, inspiration in the moment, but even looking, I think that, um, you know, a lot of our congregation, um, a lot of them grown up Adventist or, you know, a lot of students and there's a lot, a lot of an idea of, you know, at times we're further from God and God's not with, you know, it's like, it's always just depends on the day and the week and what I've done and what, but it's like, how can we reframe it in this idea that God, I don't believe God operates that God, God's presence is with us all the time. He's, he's, he's close to us. He is here to stay, you know, he's here to stay in relation with you. And, um, I think there's a beauty in kind of realizing that and kind of takes a bit of the anxiety away. Always kind of wondering is, is he, you know, is he here to stay? And, and our thing is, yeah, he's, he's here to stay. And that's what we believe is that he is with you. Um, he is, uh, his presence is with you. He is here to guide you and he has his, his best intentions um, for you. So yeah, I think there's, there's beauty in that. Mm. I'm
1: g- really glad you used the word anxiety because I was thinking about it about a minute before you said it because, um, well, we, you know, I think I, I really like um, the edginess to, um, the music and I, um, and I always appreciate the avant garde in the arts. Um, there is also things that come along with that. And one of the, the sort of the spirit of the age is anxiety. It's something that new generations don't have it all figured out. And one of the things that we, we really are aware of is the way that, um, you know with so many options and and so many possibilities uh there is quite a bit of anxiety out there um so um as you're sort of thinking about what the broad um mission of your um of your collective your worship collective uh, is and your community Do you have like a, how do you approach the way that, um, the arts can, can minister to people who are wrestling with kind of real world issues? Um, I always think about the way that, uh, you know, a a really good song takes me on a journey and I sort of lose Mm. a sense of where I'm at and I get transported somewhere and I come back and I feel cleansed in that process. How, how do you, how do you approach it?
3: Yeah. Oh, do you want to? Were you gonna say something there? Oh well, Josh and I are both musicians, so yeah, we, we've uh, <laughs> that's that we're right there with you on that. That's
2: all. Yeah. Um. I, I was. Uh. I, I had a couple of thoughts. I'm of trying to. Um. Th- the. I guess when it comes to yeah, anxiety and mental health and whatnot, and and this, I think number one was being sp- specific in your your lyrics, but not being afraid to move. Mm-hmm. And we're even kind of, you know, experimenting w- experimenting with this more. How can you be ex- specific to you know uh, a situation? Don't be afraid to just talk about that situation in a song. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think we brush everything over this the storm of light. You know, like well, what what is that? Like, I think it's that that can really kind of hit hit a nerve with someone. And then I think also something that I've kind of been, you know, thinking about in my mind is. We're not, you know, specifically this song is not, God's not, you know, there's, you know, solve everything, but he remains in it, you know, and if anxiety, well, maybe you need to go get on medication and that's okay. And God's going to remain with you in that, Hmm. in that, you know? And so it's, I think there's, you know, trying to frame it in different ways like that.
3: Yeah. On, on the subject of being specific, I will say that is something I have noticed with Gen Z a lot is it's very specific. Like Gen Z does not care about, I'll like I'll praise you in the storm type of cliches, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, n- no <laughs> no disrespect to casting crowns, but <laughs> like, you know, yeah. um, but like those kinds of cliches that I think, you know, I, I, I think is natural for like even our generation and older to like, you know, talk about like, well, we have all these, you know, grand metaphors of traditions that have been passed down through you know from the psalms and all of that and like those are those are great principles in in those traditions and psalms yeah but like gen z is very like we we want to hear something that's real yeah um like you hear that even in in popular music today like one of the biggest songs the past couple years is uh driver's license by olivia rodrigo and like the first half like actually no the entire song is like literally just her telling like specifics of like you know this the 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 drama of a breakup right mm-hmm. um that's just that's just an, an illustration though so and I, that, and, I think we wanted to be yeah. very specific and especially like in the bridge um I, I i would say you know the verse of the song and the chorus of the song are definitely universal more universal than the rest of the song um but the bridge like you know, Tries you know to hit this. when sickness takes control we just came out of a pandemic when death is all we know i think everyone has lost someone in the past couple of years, whether it's been to the pandemic or, or suicide or, or, uh, car crashes or whatever. Um, you know, when religion shuts, when religion shuts the door, such a good line, you know, know, all of that. So I, I think maybe that was, I I wasn't trying. I don't think we were being intentional about what I
2: I think it was. Some of it was maybe our own experience, you know, when, when we, when you can't pray anymore, he remains, you know, it's just like, just, just the things that look, Let's let's just call it what it is. We're all this is all the stuff that's we're thinking that's going through our heads. Let's not be afraid just to say that. Hey, I can't I can't pray. I'm I haven't been praying lately, but I believe that God remains
3: and He remains with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think for for all of us that are kind of in, in the the creative team here at Anthem, it's like we always want to be we we don't want to like put up a front of like having it all together. Yeah. <laughs> like no, that yeah. that's like one of the things that drives me the most crazy about worship music is when it's just like. You know, like, oh, I just got on my knees and I prayed, and then <laughs> you know, and then it just like it all it all worked out. Mm-hmm. When like that's not real, no. that's not gonna that's not gonna actually cause someone to change their life because they heard that song. They're gonna be like, oh, there's you know those Christians again, <laughs> you know, just saying, oh, well, you just gotta pray, and then it'll be all better. Yeah, when sometimes it doesn't feel that way. Yeah, so we want to. Well,
1: thank you for being real and and doing something creative uh, in our community. I really appreciate it. And I really enjoyed talking with both of you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Thank you for having us. Love, Love talking to you.
0: Where do I turn to? Where do I run? When my mind says it's over, you say it's not done. And all of the kids